Coming up tonight in the Big Footy Podcast, we talk about the win over the Gold Coast, we talk about the upcoming game against Fremantle, and Doc joins us for the first time in several weeks. All this and more, coming right Good evening and welcome to another episode of the Big Footy Blues Podcast. I am, of course, the Wookiee with me are my partners in crime. Happy dude. I'm shocked to be sitting here. Of course you are. Devoid of Caring is here with us for once. Goat cheese smells beautiful. <laughs> Just a battler is here with us. Well, maybe well, he's been maybe raptured not. or something. Jab, you there, mate? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Every time. And the old Dark Navies is here with us. I can't top that. Good evening, gentlemen. And uh, I've got a bone to pick with you, ODN, before we get started. Oh, have you really? Yes, Captain Negativity on the Mainboard podcast last night. Only going to win one more game for the rest of the season, apparently. Oh, no, I didn't say that. Oh, no, I've no, listened no. to it several times today. So, I did repeat, not say- please, Wookie. I, I did not say we you will win did. one more game. No, you said I, I've got us winning one more game for the season. No, no, no. What I said is I worked out a ladder with us only working winning one more game to show that we can still finish ninth because that's the two-game break we have on the other teams and, 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 and then take Essendon's spot in the finals. When we actually done the, the tips, I had us, I think I tipped us winning three or four of the five. Fair enough. Yes. Real talk. So, <laughs> just wanted. I wasn't going you know, to do five or five. <laughs> just wanted to clear up a you know a minor misconception there, perhaps. Yeah. Guys, um, what were your highlights from the weekend? Perhaps we'll start with uh, ODN and work our way across the group. Oh well, obviously, you know, winning a game uh, any time we go up to Metricon, where we have a very poor record. Uh, and have a win is very good, especially since uh, Gold Coast beat Collingwood the week before. Uh, it's good to show that we can do better than Collingwood at all times. And uh, yeah, the standout for me was uh, was Edward Curnow, and uh, he did a great job. Yep. Happy dude. What was your uh, highlight from the weekend? Oh, from the Carlton game, the, I only really watched the highlights. Uh, Cruz's ruck work, Watson's goal, Charlie Dixon's beard, and I like seeing a Box Hill slash Hawthorne player get cleaned up on the weekend. <laughs> That's always good. Just to battle your highlight from the weekend, mate. Oh, the cruise, the cruise, the cruise, the cruise. And, you know, a win in Mitch Robinson's beautiful bump on Gary Ablett. Mm. Oh, that was, that was gold. That was nice. And all legal and above board, too. Mm. And, uh, Doc, what was your highlight from the weekend, Mark? Uh, I was just going to say Ed Kerner, actually, as well. I I was really impressed with Ed. Excellent. Just, yeah. No, no, it's all, all good yeah. stuff. Uh, my was, highlight was from the weekend, uh, Lockie Henderson. I said this Damn on the sure. main board podcast last night. He uh, played a very uh, played another very good game for us. He's turning into something of a an excellent forward for us, and uh, him kicking three or four goals a game at the moment is uh, well really good for us because it's what we've been lacking since Wade went went down, and uh, it makes Wade's position interesting when he returns. 
Well, yes, yes. Speaking of when he returns, there was talk you'd, you'd come back in this week and come back in defence. But once again, uh, weights and no show. And uh, gee, don't we do this dance every year? We do indeed. All right, guys, we're going to uh, go to a quick break and then come back and talk about the free. Uh, sorry, the Gold Coast game. Gold Coast on the weekend. Hopefully we'll have one over Fremantle. We'll get to that later. But uh, Carlton on the weekend on Saturday in the afternoon there, on a very nice Saturday afternoon apparently up at Metricom, uh, defeated the Suns 16-24-120, defeated the Suns 11-11-77. And uh, it was a a relatively uh, scrappy match early. We were very inaccurate, kicking 16-24, 24 behinds for us. So nothing unusual for Carlton. The goal kickers, Henderson kicked four, Betts kicked three, Yaron two, Arnfield two, McLean two, Garlett, Watson and Judd one each. Uh, the best for Carlton, Cruiser, McLean, Judd, Robinson, Kerno, Henderson and Scotland. Uh, injury-wise, Bootsma was replaced in the selected side by Jared Kashir or Kashia or Kashir or whatever you want to say. That's for you, Aphrodite. You Cash pendant. money. And... Uh, Kane Lucas replaced uh, uh, was replaced by Jared Kashia in the third quarter as a substitute. Though information is uh, there on the AFL website. Guys, how did we see this game? And perhaps uh, we'll start with just a battler and work our way through the group. Well, it was a good win because um, it wasn't a foregone conclusion this time last week. Uh, so that makes it three in a row. And in that three, it's Saints, Norths, and, and Gold Coast, and Hoodoo's sort of knocked over, I suppose. Uh, Malthausen referred to referred to the Hoodoo thing, interestingly. Um, I, I thought Henderson was fantastic. Um, Cruiser was fantastic. Kerno continued his great form. Kasha, when he came on, continued his great form. And, um, you know, most guys did their job. Simpson's continuing great form from, you know, his really um, doing well on that halfback flank, Posse. Um, there are a few notable ordinary performances, but, you know, good to get the third win. Yep. Cruz has got how many dream... I don't follow this dream point score game thing. Apparently 140 plus is a big effort, and that's what he got. Well, he got 16 uh, hit-outs to advantage, which is one short of the record for a team, apparently. Mm. So, uh, not too bad, but Given Nichols was off injured from, I think, the second quarter, uh, 
and they didn't really have a full-time ruckman playing for them. Uh, it, it's, it, I mean, Cruiser still did bloody well, but, uh, yeah. He was up against Dixon for a lot of the match, and Dixon's not really a, a ruckman per se. But, uh, so, uh, Doc, you watched the game? I did. I did. I'm colour me astonished. <laughs> How did you see the game up? Oh, look, it was good. He had the wins a win. Got the points on the board. That's what we needed to do in the end, wasn't it? Um, goal kick. Well, you, I, Jeb, you've talked about this a lot, but the goal kicking was pretty ordinary yet again. <laughs> no swearing. <laughs> say the least. Some real talk there. Um. Yeah, other than that, I can't think much else um, other than what Jab's already covered. Yep. Okay, and uh, uh, ODN, how did you see him up? Um, yeah, 65 um, inside 50s to 40 really told a bit of a story. Um, and I just wanted to, I mean, I, I'd alluded to it in the previous week, um, that... that don't underestimate the importance of that 145 time slot um, and, and uh, not having to face the sun's under lights um, at Metricon. In that area, it does get very dewy. Um, you know, it's sort of, um, it's right beside a, um, a river and you you do get a bit of a creeping mist that comes up through there and um, and we didn't handle it last year so this year in day and dry conditions uh, we were able to show our skill and um, and, and th- that was all important um, not having Rory Thompson there was a massive bonus to us um, yeah uh, Henderson was able to do do as he liked um, and um, yeah I mean I, I can't think that they Gold Coast got close a few times and uh, and um, we were able to kick away and that's no small part due to the Gold Coast uh, defence being so weakened. Um, look, you know, everyone's talked about Cruiser. He absolute, absolute full-on beast mode. Um, Kerno, uh, he kept Ablett down to, what, 30-plus disposals. But it, it wasn't just the 30-plus disposals. It was... It was it, they, they weren't... They weren't very telling disposals. He, he kept him really on his toes. He got 20-plus disposals himself, and he made able to have to work defensively. Uh, and you don't, you know, we, we're starting to see this, a little bit of an attacking side of Kerno getting himself forward a little bit. And um, he was clean, and we, too. He was really clean oh, with his disposals. He was, he was clean. He, he was getting back. He was getting back and saving a few situations, uh, as he did the previous week. So, um yeah, um, I, I can't speak highly enough. I'm, I'm not really usually a rap for run with players and negative players, and they don't usually bring about that enjoyment in a game. But we've got we've got a few of them. Um, but um, yeah, I couldn't go past I couldn't go past that. Uh, and you know, bit of bit of a shout out to Scotland and Simpson who uh, provided plenty of run run and, and poise. Yeah, I reckon Kerno's actually developing into a bit more than just a run with player. Yeah, well, he's um he had a bit of a history of uh, did he wouldn't he win the VFL player one year or second in the in the VF in the, in the medal for the VFL one year? He was he was close. I think he came second he after came, after he broke a leg or something like that. Or he came, he came pretty pretty close. Yeah. He played for Box Hill, and, and he missed a lot of games, didn't he? And um, and he still came pretty close. Um, and and I, I from memory, he was a bit of an, an accumulator there. Yeah. Um. So he just. 
you know, whether it would be because he was his skills were down a bit, so he became a run win, win yeah. player with us. Uh, now it seems like he's getting a bit of confidence. He's feeling like he's part of that 22. He's yeah. not in and out every week. Uh, Malthouse has really put some faith into him. So even when he's looking to drop a, neg- a negating player, it'll be it'll be Kashi or you know it won't be uh, it won't be Kerner. He's keeping him there, and he re- and he really values him. I think he'll poll quite well in our best and fairest this year because um, that's the sort of player. Uh, and the sort of efforts that you know we, we sort of judge these things a little bit differently to other clubs, and um, and uh, it's usually those hard, you know, consistent players that we, um, you know, we're looking to reward. So, I think you know, Kerno is playing uh, is is an offensive tagger rather than a defensive tagger. Um, he he just he do, he did the role so well. Um, hmm. I don't even think Albert got a goal, did he? Uh, no, I, I don't think he got a goal. Whereas he kicked two against the Pies, um, so I, 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 I no, no, he did get a goal. He got, he one, got goal. one goal, one goal, yeah, which isn't too bad. Uh, given Kerno is criminally underrated, I think at times. But anyway, happy dude. How did you see the game up? Um, as mentioned before, with the scoring shots being inaccurate, um, is obviously a problem, but. Winning by seven goals and kicking 24 points is a good sign for how the rest of the team works. Uh, we're not kicking for goal, so I thought that was a good thing to take away, considering Gold Coast aren't the easy beats that they used to be. They're slowly improving every week as it goes along. Yep. Um, I thought it was uh, the midfield. I, I, I honestly think that the game would have been a lot closer if Prestia, Swallow and uh, uh, Thompson had applied. Hmm. Um Presley is a class act, and so is Swallow, and uh, so is Thompson. So um, I think we might have been in a little bit of trouble. Yeah, uh, yeah, we given probably the way would have been if had a full, full um, strength midfield playing at their full capacity. But then we would have won by more of our midfielders playing at its full capacity, which it seems to have been down on lately. Yeah, but it's not just it, those players weren't even at the game; they weren't even named in the side. Whereas. Carlton are pretty close. I mean, aside from Jared Waite, we're at full strength. There's, yeah. There's almost no one missing at the moment. Our injury list is almost negligible at the moment. So, yeah. uh, you know, aside from Waite, who would walk oh. into the team if he was playing. And a third um, tall down defence. You know. Who would just mm. keep waiting for that? But anyway. Probably, probably need waiting to make... gold. Yeah, pro- probably need to wait, make mention of the six goals between uh, uh, Betsy Aaron and, and Garlett. When they when they perform, we're invariably um, doing well, and they've been they've been collectively down, um, you know, a lot this year. Um, but you know, six goals and, and lifting the possession rates as well. I was, um, you know, uh, Eddie Eddie was in the centre a fair bit, and um, um, yeah, it was. Um, Again, I'd, I would like to point out Henderson had seven marks and four goals, um, which was pretty damn good effort. Can't well, seem to kick five, can he? Yeah, he no, will all, every single every, every single one of those marks was uh, was inside the the forward fifty. Yeah. So um, it's he, he didn't have to go searching for it. He was just happy to um, take on his opponent. So um, you know. Yeah. The other thing. Standard deliver. Sorry. Sorry, the other thing I wanted to bring up was uh, Charlie Dixon was playing his second game since round six, apparently. Mm. Um, 
and uh, he, he did, uh, well, he kicked two goals in the first quarter, uh, four contested marks and ten hit-outs after Nichols was injured. So he did all right against Cruiser. Um, I still think we should have gone for him. We should have chased him last year. Oh, big oh, yeah. time. Dixon's going to be one of the premier big men in the comp, I reckon. Just and, so mobile. And and a Queenslander. And yeah. I like, we like that Queenslanders. Was, that was the other game changer too, wasn't it? Because it took a lot of pressure off Jam. Has to go into the into the right because he was uh, he was looking ominous early. Yeah. So we were lucky in that area, um, but it could have been a lot closer if uh, things had gone more the Suns way in at selection and uh, in injury. So, any other thoughts you guys had before we uh, move along? I think no. we covered everything. Well, <laughs> good. Just just the Dixon beard. Yeah, Dixon Beer is pretty damn good. That thing is it's a, it, it, almost it's alive. Looks, looks like it's going to reach out and dad. just like grab Watson and suck him in. <laughs> well, like and and we should congratulate Watson for kicking his first goal too. Or, was, or uh, it also looked like when, when they were going out for the ruck that he like the beard would just t- attach onto Chris's jumper and pull him up even higher. But, <laughs> yeah, interesting. Uh, yes, we should congratulate Matthew Watson on his first goal. Um, yeah, yeah that was well, well done. It was uh, even even if seven missed it when they uh, called what a it a banger, but um, yeah, it so was that's uh, it. and it was also all oh. obviously pre-planned. Don't even get yeah, me well, it was, on that channel it was, seven it was set play. Don't even get me started on that channel seven bloody replay yeah. on that. That was ridiculous. You Those commentators, a bunch of muppets. Didn't we have the Z team, the Z team on uh, on Saturday? Oh, pack of retards. The Saturday was, afternoon. It was a joke. Add what this and add what that and fucking add what the other thing. Well, wasn't Oops. it Basil, Basil Vitamins and uh, who was the other one? It was a commentary time. All right, guys. Uh, we're going to uh, go to a quick break. We're going to come back and talk about the news uh, from Carlton this week. And then later on, we'll be discussing the Fremantle game on the weekend, which is a very big one for Carlton. And so we'll have a bit to talk about there. Can hardly wait. Week and uh, 
first of all, apparently uh, Bryce Gibbs in the news today saying that uh, talk he could switch sides is nothing more than media speculation. I was un- I wasn't even aware that he was uh, planning on leaving. Any of you guys? I don't think he was. No, only those only that speculation about a, about uh, trading for the number one draft pick. That, uh, that wasn't that wasn't anything concrete. I'd heard speculation about him going back to Adelaide when he became a free agent, but that's all I thought it was, was just some media yobbo flapping his gums. I, I think Mick, Mick, sorry, Mick came out and supported both, said Cruiser and Gibbs aren't going anywhere, and Gibbs during the week seemed very um, satisfied with the coach coming out and well, I think he was on. Uh, he was on one of the shows last week saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um Nick Dygan will spend two weeks uh, suspended after uh, being reported for striking, so uh, his chances are getting less and less that he'll make it into the side by the end of the year. Hmm. He's, uh, he, 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 he's done it a couple of times this year in the VFL, hasn't he? He's, he's, he seems to be a bit frustrated being maybe down at that level, I don't know. For a yeah. man who's got a psychology diploma, I think he has, he doesn't seem to control his anger <laughs> very well. He's an angry man. Yes. <laughs> Uh, speculation that Jared Waite could go back this week on the Carlton website as well. Um, I don't see it. I've always well, liked Jared Waite as a centre-half back, but I'm biased. I seem to he, always pick backmen to like. like. I preferred Henderson as a backman before he started kicking four goals a week. Yeah, Waite got... Um, he was... He got to play in that representative match. Uh, also, I can't remember what it was. Fed played in it as well, but it was a few years ago. One of the last representative matches, um, um, and Wake got selected because he playing at centre half back. He was in strong All Australian uh, form until he, he went down with this um, with a knee injury. Um, so you know, well, what, what do you play? A year and a half back there. Uh, yeah, I'm um, pretty sure he did. I seem to remember uh, playing. Frio over there when we wore those yellow jumpers for um, yeah. cancer research or whatever it was, and he played at centre half back then. He was a really good rebounder and intercept mark and le- reading the. Well, he, he he has the leap to come over the top and spoil, and he was the first to recover back there. So, but you know whether he can do that now, the the way that his body is because it requires an awful lot of twisting and turning and and whatnot. So I mean, weight at full. Full fitness is is fantastic at centre half back. Weight uh, at thirty years of age, um, breaking down every you know every month. Uh, I'm not so sure. I don't know if you guys watched uh, the clips I put up during the week, but uh, AFL Insider covered um, Carlton's Bio Motion Centre, apparently the largest one by volume in the world. Yeah. Um, and quite we're winning unique. something quite unique in Australia apparently but uh, they had a bit of Levi Casbolt on there explaining how it helps injury uh, helps people recover from injuries and whatnot so uh, hopefully Jared Waite gets back on the park even sooner as a result of the million dollar technology well it was bone bruising you know how many weeks has he been out now yeah bone bruising his bones must be bruised yeah you couldn't tell but I was doing air quotes (laughs) (laughs) and uh (laughs) It's really, it's fun. It's good that we can laugh about it. Bit, bit of an article on, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name, Sauron Byrne, uh, an Irish guy who is currently over here. He, he should be all right. I've seen a little bit about this guy. 
Well, if we can learn from Zach, if we can turn out anything like Zach, uh, we'll be on another win there. Yeah, the potential's there for him to fit that sort of mould of Zach. Uh, he hasn't filled out properly yet, oh, but you could, could bulk him up. He's got the frame there. He's oh, not, okay. not small. He's not bootsman size, but he's got the frame there. He just needs a little bit, you know, more... Zach always had the big quads, didn't he? He always looked yeah. like he was going to be a, be a bit of a beast. And God, God, I love Zach Tui. Uh, I love, love his attitude. He's got probably the best attitude in the side. Oh, absolutely. And, and, he, and he's got no rights to show the skill he shows and the poise he shows. I mean, I know he doesn't get a heap of the ball, but, God, he just turns up at, you know, really appropriate times and... Uh, you know, every time he's near the ball, I breathe a sigh of relief. You've got to love it when he sets sail from outside 50, don't you? Like, oh, thing to behold, thing of beauty. Yeah, I've got a Irish, her- Irish heritage as well, so he's happy just now. yeah doing it well. Is that where the, well, the top of the morning to you, happy dude? Making me proud. <laughs> <laughs> um, and finally, Andrew Carazzo on the AFL website today uh, talking about the number of taggers Carlton have. Uh, Ed Kerno, uh, Jared Cashier, Dennis Armfield, Kate Simpson, Bryce Gibbs have all shown that they can do negating roles and that makes him fairly confident that we can take it up to Frio. I, I don't quite get the logic, but yeah. Well, uh, Frio are a negative team. We're full of negative players. This could be the first game in history that ends up with a negative score. Yeah. <laughs> I, draw. Anyway, I, guess we'll, I guess we'll talk about that in the free game. We, we will be talking about that all yeah, shortly. Eddie Betts. Ah, yes. Well done. Eddie Betts in the news as well for uh, putting his contract on hold. and uh, Well, not, not on hold. He's asking for 600 grand. Surely uh, not. Uh, <laughs> Bye-bye, Eddie. Surely he's taking the piss. Apparently love not. You, love you, Eddie. If you can get 600 grand, grand, grand mate, go and uh, look after your family, and uh, thanks for all you've done. Yeah, he's a, look, he's within his rights to ask, but I yeah, don't, he's not no going to get it. Oh, from, anybody. from anybody. He won't get that from anybody. Not at his age, no. No. So, well, not, um, not for the role he plays. No, he, ha- he, he hasn't developed the tank to stay in the midfield for any great length of time. Um, you know, he's a mercurial player, and he's a beautiful player to watch. But uh, um, in, in, you know, I don't know whether he blots his copybook if he if he goes chasing. Uh, I don't know. He goes chasing the money now because he's he's probably got a role around the club in years to come. Um, you know, in some way because you know he's he's. Really part of the Carlton family, and you know, I don't know. I, I wish I, I wish him well if he can get that much, but he won't. So I hope he doesn't go for, you know, piddling fifty thousand more or something like that. You know, yeah. st- stay at the stay at the Blues, Eddie. Don't 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 go somewhere where you're not appreciating that. All right, let's line up against him. I would too. Yeah, <laughs> I would uh, too. Yeah, there, there aren't a lot of teams that could actually use Eddie properly, like Adelaide would be one. Yeah, I think there are a few teams that need a small forward. Yeah, Adelaide, Adelaide for sure. Um, I reckon he'd, he'd be welcoming any of the um, expansion teams up north. St Kilda might want him. Uh, well, especially with Saad. Well, that's... Yeah, with, with all rumours and news and scandals floating around, St Kilda might be in the market for him too. Yeah. 
All right, guys, that's been the, the news discussion for the week, and uh, we're going to take a very quick break and then come back and talk about the Frio game of the weekend. Saturday night at 7.40pm if you're in Melbourne. Um, this game is live on Channel 7, which means you'll be inflicted with the Channel 7 Saturday team, um, which, if I remember rightly, is Brian Taylor and his buddies. So, Taylor, Richo, uh, and whatnot, if you're watching it on television. Good luck uh, to you all. <laughs> I'll be there, so I don't have to listen to that crap. This, this game will be ninth versus 5th. Um, and possibly our grand final if we lose this. Um, we are 9 wins versus 12. We are 8 losses versus 4. 113% versus 122%. Um, we have won our last three. Fremantle have won three of their last four. If we go to the stats, uh, Fremantle beat us in disposals. We beat them in clearances. We beat them in inside 50s. We beat them in contested possessions. They beat us in tackles. We beat them in hitouts, And they beat us in free kicks, as indeed every team does this season. Uh, the last five no times there, we... Folks. Last time we played them, we beat them in... Uh, we did beat them, actually. But it was a very low-scoring game. 10-5-65, defeated Fremantle 7-15-57 at Patterson Stadium in round five last year. It was ugly. And it was a very ugly game. In fact, our record against them in recent times isn't too bad. Uh, they haven't flogged us in any game. Uh, 2009 it was 15 points, 2010 it was 9 points, 2000, the other game 2010 was 6 points, and 2011 we beat them by 30 points. So it's 2-3 uh, Fremantle's way in the last uh, 5 games. Uh, last time we played, uh, Cade Simpson was our best ranked player with 35 possessions and 13 marks. 
And, uh, yeah. I reckon we got him. This will be at Etihad. Uh, Dockers have beaten us here uh, two to one. So. Got him. Frio has won its past four games at Etihad. Carlton has won four of its past five, which is pretty good for us, given our record at Etihad in recent seasons. We got him. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd so. like to take a moment to uh, welcome this kind change in optimism from uh, Jab. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's, it's unusual. Is this real talk, Jab? No, it's real talk. This, this is a team we got. We got him. Pavlich is out, so he can't rotate in the midfield. Um, Sandlands, if he does play, won't be 100%. McFarlane's still out, right? Ballantyne oh. is named back in the side. Carlton yeah, have named an unchanged squad. Yeah, two will flatten him. Hopefully. We got him. Right. We're except um, someone's got to do a job on Fife, who I reckon is just an awesome player. And, um, Isn't he like three metres tall as well and weighs 300 <laughs> kilos with He's some sort of uh, gold medalist athletic ability? He's a lot bigger than he was two years ago. Oh, he's still growing, man. Yeah. <laughs> but he's a good player, and so is... Um, who's that guy that runs off their halfback flank and creates a lot? Hill? Yeah, yep. Hill's good. Those two are their... Those two are their real danger men, I reckon. Yep. Fremantle, one mm. of the few teams as well that has a win-loss record, a superior win-loss record over us. 14 to 12... Yeah, we've got to fix that. Yeah, that's because uh, they, 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 they only came into existence in our dark days. Them and Port Adelaide. <laughs> Same story. Yeah, so... That's all Carlton have named an unchanged squad, so the same guys will play. And uh, Ray was lucky. Yeah, well, maybe. I think they just need to give him time to settle down. I don't think you can be dropping... Yeah, you can't drop him after just one game, no, then you get no, rotating no, doors. I think he's lucky, that's all. I like him as a player. It's, yeah. it's, I mean, you can replace him with Casbolt, but you have the same problems. Casbolt can take a mark, and he takes a lot of them up the ground. Yeah. But um, he cannot kick for, to save himself. Yeah, yeah. The last thing we need right now is a revolving door policy on the forward line. Rose better with his hands as well. Down below. I find... Rose positioning for a team orientated game is a little bit better, whereas Casbolt seems to isolate himself one on one in more of a selfish type scenario a little bit better. He wins the one on ones, but I find Rose can often do the team thing a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I think Rose. I think that might all come under review if Wake can get back on the park, but until then, yeah, I'm not even worrying about that, and I'm not I even sure it will because we play Wake in the back line. I don't think we will. I, I don't see Wade being played. I know Malthouse said we will, but as a substitute, I don't think I don't think Wade will play in defence. I think um, yeah, we need him. Or we could. Or we need another tall up forward. Um, we, we play. We play very short, and Wade is a very very good forward. I think we would be if we can. We just need to leave Watson down there with mm-hmm. Jamison. Let those two develop, get to know each other. Jemo uh, seems like he's been under a lot more pressure since uh, Hendo went forward, though. He's not. Uh, he's he's nowhere near as sure. Yeah, big time. Crazo mm. yeah. um, and, and yourself uh, mentioned uh, the number of taggers we have, uh, run with players that we have in the side. So, does anybody see any significance in Aaron Joseph being named as an as an emergency? He won't play. 
Why is he named as an emergency? I mean, named as an emergency he, any number of times. Well, doesn't he just play really well in the seconds, but doesn't... Yeah. You know, we, we all know how I'm, he is in the first. <laughs> I'm just concerned that, you know, with, with likes of Ballantyne and Walters, uh, a lot of our... Most of our run with players can't play deep in defence. Uh, for some reason, we think that Joseph still can, um, but um, that's probably uh, a thing of the past. But uh, yeah, you know, Tui possibly, Walker possibly, uh, but I'm just, I'm just worried about a late change whereby Joseph comes into play on Ballantyne. Uh, uh, I, I just don't see the, the why the need for the selection uh, unless it was to reward VFL form. I don't know. Graham, That's all I think it is. Sorry? If he brought Graham into uh, cover Valentine, it would be an interesting selection decision. Is I think a, Graham's more of a midfielder, isn't he? Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a pure midfielder. I don't... That would be that would that would hurt that that would that'd be a terrible first up assignment I reckon for his first oh, game. Wouldn't do well for his confidence, I don't think. No, no. Um, look, I, uh, oh God, I'd play I'd play uh, Gibbs and Fife head to head. I reckon and both good in the air. Yeah. Um, um, so I wouldn't. I don't want Gibbs tagging Fife, although Fife did what you know did get twenty nine possessions last week. Um, but you know, and I don't like the idea of Gibbs being our cream and having to tag other guys. He's he's as good as Fife, no problem, no risk. Um, play him head to head and let them worry about each other, um, and uh, you know, um, you know let Crowley the chips go to? Sorry, Carrot. Who do you reckon? Who do you reckon Crowley goes to? Oh, well, I think he'll go to Judd because he likes niggling Judd, but it, Judd or Murphy, obviously. But it, it, it'll probably be just be whoever's. Doing well, I think Murph's been. He's been doing okay, but he hasn't been dominating, has he? So, uh, I think there's a bit of a school of thought that if you if you if you hold Judd, we we really struggle to get that player that will grind out and lead us by example. Um, and I just think uh, I think he'll probably go to. Uh, yeah, he'll go he'll go to Judd, but I don't know who all out. I don't know Keisha Armfield, Carazzo, Kerno are going to because free. I don't have that type of midfield. You know, yeah. they, they're not they're not going to be as as alluded to before. They'll they're not really packing heat. Yeah, they'll they'll yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean Barlow and but you could you could throw McLean on Barlow and we can we can sit and watch them run from one end of the ground in, in, in a half a footy. Slow They structure up really well, Fremantle around the around the contests. They're one of the yeah. best teams are doing that. They, they are. Um, a couple of stats that I found. Uh, Wookie always tends to steal some of my stats that I look up before the podcast. But uh, today I found, yeah, that we um, we're ranked fifth in the league for uh, clearances per game, fifth in the league for marks inside fifty per game, and first in the league for contested marks per game, second in the league for contested possessions per um, per game, which I think will help us, will bode us well during this uh, contest against Frio when they try and clog us up a bit. Freo yeah. are ranked second in the league for kicks and marks and third for tackles. Just remember, White and Casbold are our leading two contested mark players. So, yeah, Henderson would be right up there too, wouldn't he? Henderson and Jamison do okay. I, I think yeah. our style of play is uh, is pretty well suited for what Freo are going to try and do. 
Yeah, that's how I feel too, because Freo are also ranked 12th in the league um, for hitouts per game. And with our uh, hitouts being much higher than theirs and our clearances actually being all right this year, which I well, felt mind was a they... last year, I reckon that we'll get them around the centre stoppage as well. They haven't really had so. their main ruckman, though. They've had... Sandlands has been out for a long time, so... Yeah, even then, he's back. a bit touch and go, so I don't yeah. think too much well, of a yeah, worry. I still, I still, I still reckon Cruz is going to be all over him. Like, oh, Cruz is in Cruz will beast mode. All over him. Yeah. Wouldn't you love to see Cruz just smash Sandlands out of the game like he did a jolly? No, oh, Cruz <laughs> is going to grab Sandlands and wipe his well, thumb with him. If he if he does that, it it, it it saves us another problem because I'm concerned about uh, Sandilands going forward, Clark into the ruck and Sandilands going forward because yeah. we don't have anybody that can hold Sandilands if he goes forward. Um, Henderson um, possibly, but I, I I fear that Watson might end up on him, and um, you know he's going to require a great deal of help because uh, he's hard to he's hard to shift. Um, just uh, the way where I reckon we might we might be able to win this. I, I feel that because Frio is such a uh, they like to cause a lot of contests, and we're we're better at we're better at contests this year than we've ever been. But um, Frio will try to will keep play a man behind the ball because they'll try to be getting us to bomb it. We, we, we're known for bombing yeah. bombing inside fifty. Frio and most teams, but Frio will do, definitely do this. They'll 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 have a spare man in defence um, to take those rush kicks into into forward fifty all day long. So what we need to do is this is this is where. Uh, Armfield, Betts, Garlett, Yaron need to break lines and get through their zones. Um, and you know we need to. It, it's quick. It's quick ball movement, um, but not not straight down the middle. Like we don't. We certainly don't want Robinson in the, in the in the clearances bombing it inside fifty all day long. We need to have a better plan than that. And I think uh, I think getting it out quickly, the likes of McLean Judd, getting it out quickly to those outriders, um, so that they can they they can run it through and and and, and beat the man and beat tackles. Okay, and that's yeah. it. Oh, yeah. So a tip for the weekend, guys. Uh, well, Wookie, sorry, Wookie took me to task for um, for suggesting that Frio, uh, well, putting this down as a Frio win on the main board, but I was being conservative just to, uh, uh, and I, uh, but I honestly believe that we can win this game. Um, so this is I'm our one for the season. No, this is a new year. <laughs> I didn't say one for the season. You no, said one for the rest of the year. No, what I mean, I'll, 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 Mott doesn't believe in us. No, no. Look, I'll, if I look at all five games, I'm, I'm not going to say <laughs> Carlton are going to win five from five. That will make us eight in a row. And when will we? When did we do that last? Nine ninety-five. You know, what, two thousand. Two thousand. I think we won about. We won. The only danger about, game we've got is the Bulldogs. Really, Essendon, yeah. Richmond. No. Yeah. And yeah, well, I mean, but we'll take. I'll, I'll take. The, if I look at it five in a row, I go. Port. Yeah, we're probably going to drop games in there. Okay, one or two games we'll probably drop. But if I take it game by game, I'm really confident about this one. And if we win this one, then I'm going to be confident about the next one. So, um, you know, well, we, we we learn not to get too far ahead of ourselves when we support this team of late. I'm um, pretty sure uh, Jab believes we're going to win this. What about you, uh, Doc? <laughs> yeah. Yep. So we're all going for wins on this. <laughs> How much, Doc? Ten goals. 
200. 10 goals. 200. Dog says can't play 10 goals. Yeah, I think it's going to be close, but I think we've got this one in the bag. I it might think, go to a penalty shootout. I All think right. if we play the same sort of game we played against North Melbourne with long kicking and running with less overuse of the ball around the contest, we'll beat them. I reckon Carlton by 25. And we're also ranked 15 in the league for clangers per game. Tell you what, you know, if we beat Fremantle, uh, a few of these journalists are going to have to um, start thinking about Carlton. Oh, who cares about those well, journalists? If we, if we beat Fremantle and Port lose to Geelong this weekend, uh, we're, we're in the eight. eight. Yeah. Well, look, guys, Richmond beat Fremantle, and Richmond aren't that much better than us. They're not better than us. No, no, no. I'm even talking from an objective point of view because most people will agree with us and say we're biased, or disagree and say we're biased. But if if Richmond are doing better than us, it's not. It, we're only talking degrees here. We're not talking. We're not talking. You know, daylight. Um, and, and Richmond beat Fremantle fairly well, uh, and I don't see why we can't do the same. Okay, we're going to move on very quickly and talk about uh, the seconds. Uh, who had a very good win against uh, Coburg, 58 points at Preston City Oval on Sunday afternoon. Um, Carlton led all day, um, apart from five minutes early in the first. Um, and so it's our second win on the row. And, uh, yeah, so, so according to the reports I'm looking at, we, uh, we played pretty well in perhaps more friendly conditions than we played in the week before against Who Baltimore. Are the Sorry? Who are the standouts? Uh, let me see, where am I? I'd say Graham did well. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Graham and Lambert did well. Graham, gets, was Graham has got a few mentions here. Uh, in the best, Lambert, Graham, Digan, Bell, Bransgrove, Warnock, Davies and Joseph. Which uh, is logical given that Joseph was named in the... Uh, Joseph and Graham. Well, Joseph is a superstar VFL player. Oh, he is, like, isn't uh, Adam Bentick that we had actually ended up being um, on the port list for that undefeated year that they yeah. went through. I used and to say was, this about... Um, good. I used to say this about Brett Thornton, but they would have made ideal captains for the reserve side if we still had one. Yeah. Like, like yeah, uh, Glasgow did when he retired from the senior side. Yeah. Co- Coburg aren't bad side um, so it's actually quite a good win from um, our boys in the seconds there um, for those that don't know Coburg is Richmond's seconds for this year next year they go yeah. their separate yeah, ways next year they're going standalone but over the past few years they've been Richmond's seconds next year they go standalone the year after they probably won't exist but um, yeah so Lambert apparently had a very good afternoon he was uh, the recipient of the Bell Street Award with 32 possessions 6 tackles 6 clearances and 5 inside 50s I'm a huge fan of Lambert by the way let's get him I think uh, I think Carlton should uh, should take a really good look at him before someone else picks him up if Carlton don't pick him up I think someone else will for sure yeah there's a couple uh, of VFL players that are coming up that I reckon Carlton should look at uh, the report describes uh, Gene Fania, Joseph and Davies as being very good in defence. So, Gene Fania, another one I think hard done by. He's played very well for us over the years. Who is that? Gene Fania. He's got one of the best names in football. Pretty good name. It's almost <laughs> as good as Jack Frost. Good Irish name. Robbie Warnock had 45 hit-outs. 
Yeah, um, but only 12 possessions for the game. Um, and kicked a goal. So So where's he oh. going next year? Oh. GWS. There's all, the, look, the problem is we've got two Ruckman in in our reserve. Well, one injured and one playing reserves. And either yeah. one of them or both of them could be traded. Yep. GWS are the, the obvious target. Um, but well, I'm don't, sure... Don't Adelaide want a replacement for Jacobs now? Sweet irony, isn't it? <laughs> Are you that, that, serious? That, that, that would yeah, you should have seen him dock on their board, whinging about Jacobs. Gold Coast might be looking for an experienced ruckman as well. No one likes a ringer. And oh, <laughs> racist. Gold Coast might like a ruckman. And <laughs> I apologise to any listeners so. who may or may not be rangers. I don't. Real talk. Uh, the other one uh, is, um, we forgot to say in the news, was, you know, the persistent rumours that... Uh, Yaron doesn't get on particularly well with Mordaus. Well, I don't know whether that ties into uh, into the Eddie Betts rumours because I mean I just can't I couldn't imagine uh, that trio splitting up. They get along so well, and you know it's just, it's just a posse they got they got going. And you know if Betts is potentially looking to uh, looking elsewhere, and Yaron doesn't get along with Malthouse, um, um yeah, it's uh, we can go from having uh, too much choice in that position to uh, you know not enough at all. Yeah. So, and I, I've had a visit from Numbers tonight. Um, oh, just, so just actually, scrambled. just before you guys came on, he uh, showed his face this week. <laughs> he did. It was too wet for him last week, but uh, he was out tonight, just uh, saying good day and um, plotting for the uh, Port Adelaide game in Adelaide. Mm. Um, so if, you, if you're coming to Adelaide for the game, uh, feel free to meet up with us. We'll be having a beer and whatnot before the game, and then heading out to the game, uh, heading out to uh, Amy Stadium. Live okay. only. Well, you know, I'll put you up yeah. for cheap accommodation if you want it. Oh, I've got to work. <laughs> cheap and cheap. <laughs> the, and, them jobs paying for housing and living in Carlton memberships. I'm just saying. Mm. The options are there. All right, guys. We're going to wrap this up. Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you very much to our faithful listeners. Um, This is... uh, I'm not entirely sure how our download rankings are here, but uh, I know the main broadcast is doing pretty well. But um, thanks, guys, for coming on. Uh, ODN, good night to you. Good night, everybody. Happy dude, good night to you. I've still got half a beer left. Jab, good night to you. Good night, Woogie. And, uh, Doc, I am still astonished that you're actually here. I thought you might have been dead. I'm still astonished that... Yeah, you know, you're right. Good point. <laughs> he's going to put out a warrant for you this week. like search parties he... and all points bulletins and stuff. It was... It... He's still I'm astonished still... that Happy Dude's got half a beer left. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. I was going to say, yeah. You were right on there, see? See, you take my line before me even saying it. Uh, all over this. After all I've had today, so... Well done. Oh, get some real talk and you know, just drink it. The I've got to work in the morning. That's the Big Footy Podcast would like to encourage you to drink responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> on a weekday. Weekend, yeah. free game. On, on any day, what but especially it? on a fucking Thursday. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and with that note, uh, yeah, have a good weekend, guys. May the best Carlton team win, and we'll see you all on the forums.